Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Hey, Matt. Hey, I remember when it was episode 69 like it was yesterday. <laughs> Time sure flies when you're having fun. And Amy. Hello. And yes, that's right. We have finally reached episode 100. And... So we're done, right? We... Yep. We're, this is the last <laughs> one. We're going to talk about 10th edition. Uh, which is uh, exciting that it coincides with our 100th episode. Oh. Uh, we got all the data cards, index cards, data sheets, whatever you choose to call them, because everybody's calling them whatever they want, and points. I call which we'll him Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, we like to talk what we're doing hobby-wise first, and we'll start with Amy, because I think it's going to be quick. Yeah, it's super quick, <laughs> because I am uh, currently in the middle of moving, um, and so I have done zero hobby except for like lovingly packing all of my hobby things. Um, but the nice thing is I will have like a dedicated hobby space in the awesome. basement of my new place. And uh, so uh, did a little unsanctioned demolition in the basement over the weekend uh, to prep for that. So that'll be nice. Like it'll be really nice. Um, and I'm doing like my big move this weekend and people may help empty my storage unit which is a lot of warhammer and they are i yeah i'm not it's not embarrassing embarrassing is not the right word but i'm torn between being embarrassed and proud of how much warhammer is in my storage unit it can be both i think it's both um yeah so hobby will soon be awesome but at the moment it's not i i built a desk today nice that was good uh, but that's as close as I've got. No, no, oh, no. I love building IKEA stuff. Like I Lego do too. Yeah, that's why I was building this terrible one first. I'm building the Malifaux of desks first, and oh, then, I will, no. then I will build the rest you, of it. It's fine. Are you saying it's built like it's one desk, but it's built from a lot of tiny desks? Yeah, there's a lot of parts <laughs> you don't know what they do. It's great. It's great. But that's where I'm at. Could be worse. Could be a privateer press of uh, of desks. It's all, it's all made of balsa wood. Yeah. You know, I, I found that when I when I moved, you know how that you know when you see people moving on TV or whatever, there was like loving looking at pictures as they put them away, like this old <laughs> like you know graduation picture from like 15 years ago. I'm looking at like boxes of models, like oh project from five years ago that never get finished. You go right in that box. <laughs> we'll get oh, to you me. one day. He lied. Yeah. I wonder what this arm went to. Huh. <laughs> oh, I remember when I cut that model up huh? <laughs> but yeah how about you jeff oh boy matt i have been painting pteranids because 10th edition is on our doorstep and this very weekend it's coming um i'm gonna go to the store and i'm gonna play with pteranids against uh, a few friends to experience the 10th edition firsthand early in the edition so I can learn the freaking rules and not spend the entire edition not knowing what I'm doing. And the reason I'm doing Tyranids is because I got a, a few Tyranid, a few new Tyranid models, which I've shown on our Facebook page. You send those to me from the preview box we received. And I figure if I'm going to be in a store where people are almost only buying Leviathan all day, I might as well give them something to look at so that they uh, can get excited about their purchase. 
Excellent. Nicely done. Yeah, it's uh, all part of my devious plan. <laughs> also helps that I'll, I'll be that'll help secure a uh, a table for me to play on if I you know say hey I'm demoing what people are buying here. Yeah. Mind uh, mind reserving me a table there? <laughs> Uh, I, I doubt it. I'll be needed. Like, but yeah. Yeah. yeah How about you, Matt? What are you doing? Buying. Are you ready? Are you ready, Matt? Are you ready for tenth? What are you doing? Tell yeah. me. Let me live vicariously through your hobbying. I've been painting the Space Marine Combat Patrol, which Boo. sadly <laughs> Games Workshop does not have Crimson Fists on their transfer sheet anymore. Ooh. So I had to Wait. order transfers, which showed up. Today, after a month, because they came from, like, Poland. Um, mm. So I have applied transfers to Terminator so far. And by the time you hear this, there should be pictures of them on our Facebook page. Nice. But I immediately complained that they're not here, but that's because I didn't... My brain didn't do the calculation of we're recording, but it's not releasing as we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can send you guys pictures. I took them with my phone. But anyway, uh, so my just kind of like same thing Jeff was doing. Like, I want to kind of have the combat patrol done. I don't think I'll have it quite done because I'm leaving on a trip, but it should be good enough to play. Nice. I am absolutely not going to have the combat. Wait, am I? Yeah, well, you got a lot of uh, a lot of gaunts in there in that combat. Yeah, but I've already got to 20 gaunts, terminal gaunts, so I'm... I've stopped painting my gods, but we're not going to do combat patrol. We're going to do a thousand point incursion games. Ooh, that's cool. Very nice. Yeah, my uh, local store is starting a league shortly for nice. 10th edition, and you can play combat patrol or 1,000, 1,500, or 2,000 points, so that should be fun. Get to learn the new edition, get some games in, but I am looking forward to that. So... This last week of previews gave us, uh, I guess the easiest thing to touch on is Crusade Rules, which is pretty much just like, yeah, just use what you got and uh, just switch over their battle honors and you're fine. So, mm -hmm. easy. Perfect. No problem. No complication. And use points instead of power level, but we'll, as we'll talk I, about soon, I, power wait. level is points anyway. Yeah, I think we should talk about this first because this is the part that threw me for a loop. Yeah, so on Friday, after we had gotten all the free data card downloads... Mm -hmm. Games Workshop released their rules commentary, which was great. Explained a lot of stuff and points. So, so they said at the preview at the preview at Adepticon, we were all there. We were there live. We saw it happen, and they said we're only doing points this edition. Yep, great. Yep, power level's great. not a thing anymore. Power level's not a thing anymore. Except <laughs> all they did was is it? take power level and name it points. And that's and multiply numbers. by five. Yeah, yeah, multiply by some number and call it points. Yeah. Because yeah. the way it works now, as you remember, you would buy your units. You could, you know, it would be at least this many figures up to this many figures. Uh -huh. Choose these weapons for plus this points. That's not a thing anymore. In general, every unit is like, most of them are, depending on the unit, but a lot of them are five guys, this many points, ten guys, this many points. And then take whatever upgrades you want as allowed by their data sheet. Yeah. Now, and... you'd think as someone like me who does not particularly care for the list-making aspect um, that this would be great news, and yet somehow it's not, because I I don't know. I, don't, I've, I never loved power level, and now here we are. 
Well, I so I think part of it too is there are a lot of cases so far, right? Now, the yeah. nice thing about the the data cards now is they're PDF downloads. So For they now. can easily change them and they already have fixed some of their typos that they had. Yeah. Like I don't know if you guys saw, but the terrain piece for Death Guard in the Spanish version had 21 D6 shots. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, although they've, you know, they can change that easily, it's just there are some, a lot of units where when you get to pick whatever you want, there's one choice that's clearly better than everything else. Yeah. Which was kind of the problem with that people had with Parlo in the first place. Right. To be honest, I'm I'm not sure that's as true as it was with power levels because the units and the weapons and all those profiles have changed. True. I think there are certainly cases like that, but I don't think it's as universal as the the internet panic would have us believe. No, I think, and it's mainly Imperium armies, right? Like Devastator squads or things like that, where things like in a vehicle heavy edition, right? Why should I take last cannons when they're the same price as heavy bolters? That kind of thing. Because right. um, last cannons, turns out, are just as good at killing infantry as heavy bolters, and maybe even better in some cases. But I think the the interesting thing is how you don't, you can't, in the in the army building rules, right, it says, well, if you only want seven models in your unit, just pay for ten and only take seven. Mm-hmm. Which, Which is, is a, a power little, level thing. Yeah, that's totally a power level thing. And then it gets kind of weird when you look at things like our Harlequin troop, right? Because it's, oh, well, 5, 6, 11, or 12. Right? And, okay. <laughs> and and when you look at the point spread, it's just, it's 15 points per model. Once, yeah. uh, or whatever, 20, 20, 15, 20 points per model once you get past that first five. Right? Yeah. Which is what we had before. They're just saying... Right, you have to basically add this many models to the unit. Yeah. And then some units, like, you can't take big big blocks of Guardians or Sisters of Battle anymore. Mm. Right? You, you, they kind of cap at 10. Um, and then you can't, well, I mean, if you guys are if listening or paying attention to the armies that I posted, like, for Nurgle, I was doing seven squads of seven. Right? But I yeah. can't. You can't really. I mean, you can, but you're paying extra points for it now, which is a little annoying, especially for Death Guards, because they come in boxes of seven. Yeah, that too. You, you right? can get the like, I believe it to be online only, like upgrade, like the the extra three dudes. Yeah, they need to shove all of those in one box of ten and try to keep it keep it reasonably priced because. Yeah. Otherwise, it gets a little expensive. Well, that's what we saw with the recent Corn Berserkers release, right? Their box is a ten. So yeah. Hopefully, they'll they'll revamp that and uh, release some new boxes. Um, and sort of, you have to pay for your uh, our, um, they're not artifacts anymore. Anymore, they're enhancements, right? Enhancements. You pay for those now. Mm-hmm. But you can have as many as you want, which is kind of nice. Nope. Nope. I'm sorry, up to three. Up to three, three, each character can only have one. Yeah, so if you don't have three characters, you can only have have as many as you have characters. So there is a limit. Like, it's not not the free-for-all that uh, it seems at first. We were discussing prior to to the show how this this feels like a very 
at the moment, at least, a very character heavy uh, edition. Yes, because every ca- there are very few, if you look through them, lone operatives in the list. Yeah. Right. So if you take, I can I mean, you can choose to not have your character join a unit, but all their special rules on their data sheets benefit a unit they're with, and for the most part, and um, they'll just easily get shot because they can just be picked out. Right. on the board if, if they're not with a unit so well that's the thing like i think that makes it more of a balanced mm-hmm. um addition because you can't just take characters because they're gonna get murdered but you can't just take units because the bonuses that you get from characters are way too good to ignore mm-hmm. yeah and i thought um you know if we're gonna talk about data cards i thought there were some weird choices um like the Autark for the Eldari can only join Guardian units. And the Autark Skyrunner, you know, the one with the wings, just can't join anybody. He's just out there by himself. And he doesn't have Lone Operative as a to compensate? Uh, I believe he does have Lone Operative, but it would be nice if he could join, like, a unit of Swooping Hawks. You know what I mean? That would like make that. sense. But Well, the, the, the Tyranids also have, like, a weird one, but... I think it's something that's going to get fixed in time, yeah, if you will. It's the the winged uh, the winged Tyranid Prime can join units of warrior on foot, yeah. <laughs> not not super great or gargoyles, which makes sense. But I have a feeling that um, we're probably going to want to see him join some shrikes once those get released, and that's I assume that's going to be a codex thing. Yeah, and I think you know if you're look at what people have been saying about the index cards that have typos or things don't make sense. Very little gets mentioned about the Tyranids and the Space Marine cards because those are the first ones coming out. Right. right? Those are our first two codices, so I'm sure they work those pretty hard. I feel like some of the other stuff is kind of like, let's see how this flies. on the table, yeah. 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 Well, one of the things I was looking, because I'm – my brother and I were comparing the lists that we're going to be bringing uh, to play on uh, on release day. And one of the impressions I get about the Tyranid list compared to some of the others is I feel like it's a pared down version of the Codex. Like they didn't do those, they didn't do those data sheets thinking we're doing data sheets for Tyranids. They did those data sheets thinking they basically took the Codex as cut that down to what's going to be available on release. Yeah, for sure. Because there's a lot of dynamics that seem to be missing, which is weird. Yes. And and I think, you know, kind of like I would say, like for all the – everybody that isn't Tyranid of Space Marines, it just feels like – like especially, you know, some of the things like Death Guard or Sisters or – like let's just see how this flies and see what happens, right? Um, and luckily, people have been calling out some things that they've already changed, like Death Watch being able to do 70 mortal wounds in a turn pretty consistently. Um, so, and they've already like changed those data cards so that you can't do that anymore, which is great, right? It shows that they're paying attention. And um, hopefully, the things that seem off might the Tyranid, you know, what your uh, winged prime can join or, or any of the other stuff will 
be rectified by the time it's like, here's here's the codex, here we go. I'm I'm hoping this also shows Games Workshop maybe the value of having these rules be available for free, downloadable, that people can comment and, and evaluate and, and give their feedback on live. As opposed to just here's a codex and now we can't change anything or if we change it, well, you know, it's everybody has bought it kind of it can't cancels out their purchase or the, like the, yeah. the actual stats in their codex doesn't mean don't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the interesting thing, too, right? In the week after 10th drops, the all these data cards are available to purchase. Yes. In nice little packs, which look great, right? Has a sheet with your, just like we were talking about, a sheet with your army rules right on there, a sheet with your detachment, your stratagems right on it. Easy to reference, easy to find, but I wonder how long, like we're saying, like how these will stay as they've been printed. Right. It's like forever the the question. Okay, so I had a question since you brought up the, the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've got, I mean, first of all, I want to say that that um, that special edition core rule book is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I know. Uh, it's a, it's a gorgeous thing I won't own. Yes, yeah, no, yes. it's nonsense, but it is absolutely beautiful. Um, so, though, the so we're getting the core book, the crusade rules. Now, these are the ones that are in the book that comes in. Leviathan, yes? Um, or is this separate? I didn't look too closely, but there okay. are 100% Crusade. There's a little campaign in the core rulebook. Oh, never mind. I just found it. They did, in fact, tell us that it is. The contents of the book are the same as the Crusade section in Leviathan. So, okay. Oh, yeah, because the, right, the core book will just is be the, the core, core book. book. Not the Leviathan yeah. book, which has all the other stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I... I'll go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm excited about the cards. The only problem is that they are, um, like, you know, European size. Hmm. And so there's, like, no good standard sheet or, <laughs> or holder or anything. Sleeve. So, so what I have seen... Mm-hmm. For, from people on social medias is they're printing an entire set at CVS photo size for oh, like 10 bucks. Nice. Double-sided or nice. not double-sided, but you know, you can but buy postcard sleeves and yeah. just, yeah. Um, mm. Which nice. I mean, that my thought is, well, if these are going to change before the codexes come out, maybe I'll do that for the units I'm going to use and then just, you know, yeah, I'm gonna get I, I I'm gonna get, gonna get the but... two. Yeah, I'm gonna get the two that I that I know I'm bringing to Adepticon yeah. next year that will not have codexes out by then, and that'll be that. I may be rethinking my army looking at these points though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, we, <sighs> we, they've shared with us the codex release schedule, and there's it's slow. It's you know yeah. compared to. Ninth edition is very slow. It's almost as if there's room for other things to come out at the same time. Or, yeah, a lot more new models, right? But even, like, on the publication side, because that's something we discussed in the past, the idea that one of the windows where there's only two codecs coming out, it's Necron and 
uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, which, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a campaign, I don't know, a, a Mars Crusade where they're looking at that tease that they did like a few editions ago about some uh, some Necron ships trying to get into a Mar- Martian airspace mm. to investigate something that was theorized to maybe be a Satan Shard. Good mm. excuse to put out some new Satan models because some of yeah. them need it. Just saying, like there's a if you I I I look at the empty spaces between codexes and I see other books that haven't been announced yet. Yeah, and even I mean, looks like kind of like Eighth Edition, right? They're starting off with the Crusade book right off the bat. I'm sure we'll see more of those, although hopefully not every other month like they were before. Because I think that's. And I also much. hope that it doesn't like fall off. Like yeah, it doesn't they did. fizzle out. Yeah. Crusade is one of those things where there's just there's dedicated groups that yep. love it. Yep. Um, my local store has a year long crusade campaign and they're all they're all excited to switch over. Nice. Tenth, but but so data sheets, everything. We you now if you have a forty k army, you now have all the rules for your army. You too can spend an entire week doing spreadsheets about the armies that you want to play. <laughs> um, there's a few units missing here and there, but that's mostly the terrain, right? Mm. Um, who knows what's going to happen with that? That might be they might come back in the codices, but uh, the only unit that I really saw that was lost was the Sisters of Battle Celestians. Um, which were just Sisters of Battle that had a little better leadership. So, right. you know, wasn't really... Uh, I know there are people out there that converted them that were upset, but maybe looking back in the Codex. I mean, they crunched a couple of things together. Like, now you, yeah. you don't get all flavors of uh, of old Terminator armor. They're all just relic Terminators, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah, a little bit streamlining, right? Just to... Yeah, any, anything to make things less unwieldy. But where it was important, fine by me. like Tau Commanders, they still have all the different battle suits. Yeah. Which is good. I guess. I need to pay more attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's easy to, to tell what they do, right? Because they all just give the units there with different abilities now. So, right. Um, was there anything that you guys thought was surprising when you went through the data cards, the ones you looked at? Um, not surprising, but one, one of the things that I did appreciate is, I, I don't know how much you guys, uh, are familiar with the, uh, the, the, the gene seeder cult as an army, hmm. but one of the things that was very weird at the end of the, the, the last edition with the gene seeder cult was the absolute massive amount of characters that they had available. Right. Yeah. It was very difficult to say like, well, how, I, there's no way I can you know, put all of these in my list because there's just too many of them. And now the way they're built, because it basically allows you to use characters to customize the uh, the, the tabletop function of units. So you want a unit that's going to be really good, that's going to be fun in close combat and going to get charges like hybrid metamorphs or something, slap a locust in there and then now they have first strike. Um, you need these. You need some other guys to be able to reroll some stuff. Put a Primus in there. Like there's, you know, you you want to get a unit of twenty neophytes that you want them to just keep coming back and keep coming back. Put an Icon Ward. Like there's 
always there's ways of customizing your units and since you can have a primus or a magus plus something else having mm. two characters you can get that customization to very interesting levels thematically and i thought that was a great they did this for death guard too because death guard have a lot of different characters yeah that's true yeah, but it do. was but there are a lot of them, just like Gene Starr Cut, where, oh, well, if you're already a character in a unit, you can also have this character as well, right? So yeah. you're, not, you're not losing out, and it still feels like your army, and so maybe you have some units that are buffed a little bit more, too, because there's two characters in there. Right. I think the way they handled the Gene Starr Cult blips was great. Yep. Right. So now, if if a battle line unit dies, any other unit on a four plus, not characters, you get to put a blip on the board. If your enemy moves the nine of it, it goes away. Otherwise, you get to redeploy that unit in full so at the end of your opponent's next movement phase. Which is nice for those armies that are just like those like hang back and shoot at you armies, right? And it's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll just be back. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and it feels like very Gene Steeler culty too, right? Like, yeah. you know, right. It, it kind of represents like it was before where everything's hidden, but it's just, it's that endless, like, Oh, there's just always more of them. Yeah. It's weird that the army that does that, the, the worst and should thematically be pretty good is Tyranids are not as good at it. Obviously, yeah. the ones who are the best at coming back are Necron, and they do that beautifully. Yes. Yeah, they do. But the Imperial Guard do it better than the Tyranids. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. And the Gene cults definitely do it better than Tyranids. It's like, uh I mean, we have an entire keyword called Endless Multitude, but <laughs> it's not endless. It's not as endless really, as the other guys. Yeah, you don't really bring back Multitude. Like, if you're lucky, you bring back maybe eight models per unit. Meanwhile, like you can bring back an entire freaking platoon of twenty dudes for these for the Imperial Guards. Yeah, um, I th we'll see if that kind of balances out. One one once you get your codex, once the Tyranid Codex is out, and two. Well, it, it, it it is another one of those things. I feel like I feel that there's 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 supposed to be more pieces to this that have, yeah, yeah. have gone missing for sure. Like, especially if you look at like the Tyranid, their rules being able to use battle like Shadow in the War cast like forces everybody to do a battle shock test, but battle shock tests aren't that hard to miss. And you feel well, maybe there's other things that synergize well with that, but there's hardly any rules that really capitalize that much on it. Yeah. Like there's certain rules like oh, you get one unit or one bonus within Synapse, and then you get two units or two bonuses within. What I have noticed, but, though, is... Um, but there's not that many of these rules. Watching some battle reports that people have been doing, failing that, that Battleshock test, though, is devastating. Is it? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, so the, your Tyranid one, you can use it during any phase, right? Yeah. So if you use it at the right time, you can stop them from scoring their primary or their secondaries. And the stratagems are so much stronger now in general because CP are so much of a rarer resource. Not being able to use stratagems on units 
can be devastating if because a lot of the strategies out there now are reduce AP by one or reduce you know minus one to the wound roll, which can can be pretty yeah, pretty bad. And that's definitely something that's going to be easier to witness once I play games. Yeah. And I think right that's now, the thing it's all too, theory hammering. It's, there's a yeah. lot of surprising stuff in this edition that, and because I've watched a, a couple of games, I'm like, oh, I guess that is, you know, more important or interesting that it works that way. Um, especially even the Overwatch stratagem, right? Which you pointed out on our Facebook pages, it's totally different now, right? You can use it in your opponent's movement phase. Yeah, and it's not the necessarily the unit being charged that uses it. So if you're yeah. if you have a unit that's getting charged or just you feel like oh I feel like these uh, these guys are getting a little too close and I've got this unit with flamers within range of them I'm gonna I'm gonna Overwatch because this is getting too close for comfort. And so yeah, so if you move if they move into range in the movement phase you shoot them they feel they're charged then they go to move again the next movement phase you can do it right there next movement phase you get to do it again. It's just it can uh. People were zoning out areas with, like, Eldar support weapons. It was pretty interesting um, how that works now. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see how that uh, that applies. It also makes those units that have abilities that allow them to use uh, stratagems for zero CP mm-hmm. much more val- valuable than you'd initially think. Yeah, and there I've, I saw some units that uh, you could y- use... Select them for Overwatch. You know, they've already done it this turn, like Dire Avengers. Mm. Um, so it's... I was surprised how many different abilities they came up for all the different units across all the different data cards. There's some there's some repetition, but yeah, every time sure. there's repetition, it makes sense. So it's not a bother. And it'll be interesting to see what combos people come up with yeah all depends like some combos are going to be fun and interesting and others are just going to be ways to cheese the system and create arguments we'll see which which is which and and hopefully those right with us having several months before codices actually start coming out those should if you know gw catches wind of something again like the death watch 70 mortal wounds in a shooting phase they can just take a crack at it and fix it which is good Here's the problem hope. being that those codexes are definitely already on a boat oh yeah. yeah yeah for sure but i mean even with um the age of sigmar books when they release them now it's you know 30 days after okay here's the update to your points or your yeah some rules and stuff and this is just going to be the same way and if people can complain but i mean if if you ever worked with a in a printing industry you'd know how far ahead you have to do that if you want to get it from the other side of the world. Which is why they should be free online. Yes. So it, that'll, it would that be will so be... much less of a headache. I mean, because I, I, here's the thing. I'll still buy them. I'll yeah. still buy them. I will. I'll buy the car. Like, I'll buy, I'll buy it. But just also give it to me for free. So that's what I'm interested to see is when we start getting codices and cards. Yeah. How will it be affected online? Will it be, I assume they're not going to be free, but will I be able to get them digitally for I don't think bucks? so. Uh, they're not great about... No, I know. Selling, like, they don't love doing it. Mm, I don't know. I mean, how? But if I subscribe to the Warhammer 
app because yeah. reading a brand new app. Is this still going to be a, a code like a code in the back of a codex, or is there going to be some other option? Right. I honestly hope there's going to be another option because, yes. and I, I've said it before, I'll say it again because it bears mentioning people have don't have a codex budget and a model budget. They have a Warhammer budget. Yeah. Don't worry, GW. You'll whatever, get it all. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get every penny of those budgets. You're just going to sell more models instead. Yeah, it's it's it'll be. I mean, because right. None of us is, are saying, "Look how much I saved on Warhammer this month." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is not a sentence. Yeah, we don't do that. Because this is the way to play now, right? Index cards are the are the way to play. Yeah. So if that's if that is true, and they don't offer us another option, I I would assume they would lose out on codex sales because people well, I just have to buy the cards. Because got my all my army detachment rules and all my unit rules in there. Mm. I don't even need that book anymore. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping they have a, a smart model that yes. is going to be player friendly because the easier they make it to play the game, the more we play the game. And every time we play the game, every time you play the game and you go, man. That unit really did good. I should get another one. That's when you sell a model. Yep. Or that unit did, did not. Did poorly. I yeah. need to replace Or I should swap out this character. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The, the more we play, the more likely we are to buy models. Yep. And it's easier to play if we don't have to freaking futz around to get rules. Yeah. And I, I at least, I hope at least that combat patrol data cards always remain free they said it was they, they said it would they which specifically brings, said it would be okay which brings me to a question a bit of confusion the rules for combat patrol are there separate rules for combat patrol or there's this they're the same core rules right it, there is just separate missions right that don't use the the cards and and, and as they showed us in the preview right the data cards are stripped down a little Different, bit there's not yeah. as many abilities so the core rules are exactly the same okay thankfully okay. yeah it's not like it, it's not like an even more simplified version of the game very good very good because I, I that's the thing like i thought the idea of that was that you can you can play combat patrol by just buying a combat patrol box and you don't need to buy a book or anything everything's going to be part of the online rules etc yeah cool, yeah that's cool. all you need and just want to make sure because that's what I've been telling people. And uh... <laughs> now, JF, you told me. <laughs> and actually... Oh no, that is exactly like that's the kind of situation that I would end up with, and I I don't want to be the guy who assumed wrong and then just told everyone, "Nah, don't worry about it. Don't even think about it." <laughs> uh, I'm totally gonna break NDA, but it won't matter because it'll come out after the date. The combat patrol rules are all going up tomorrow. As time recording, so. I mean, I know that. I know. It just I don't know what they meant by combat patrol rules. Yeah, it's it'll be it's and it's in the it's in the uh, Leviathan book too, right? It's just it's the mission. Yeah, and that and that's why I was asking you because I know you've yeah. got the book and you could answer. <laughs> you're you're not just breaking uh, NDA. You're breaking kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, one of the changes I I like 
with the decision two now is that no matter what, you can never get more than one extra CP per turn, making it mm. even more of a rare resource. You can resource never cause... get more than one CP at the begin uh, it, uh, in your command phase. So what it, what it says is, other than the CP that you get in the command phase, you can never get more than one extra per battle round, right? So you get the one in the command phase, and then whatever rules you have, because there are some characters that give you an extra command point, right? Or, or you know, there are other like Grots can actually kind of like scavenge for command points now, which is kind of cool. But you can never get more than that one extra, so two a turn max. Except if you have a rule that gives you an extra command point at the beginning of your command phase because then it's not outside of the cp that you get in your command phase as an example the uh the hive the, the swarm lord doubles that that command point so it, you but it doesn't cancel out getting another one during the phase the, the round at least that's my understanding of the wording if not Ooh. games workshop needs to fix it yeah i didn't look at the i didn't look at the swarm lords um, card, but yeah, I think in in there's not a lot of guys like that though, right? That give you no. I think he's fairly unique, and that's that was that's his big deal. Yeah, because um, a lot Cause of otherwise, are, yeah, because uh, otherwise most CP bonuses are things that you get during a round. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but. What I've and what I think is cool is is how they they've incorporated the units in your army <clears throat> to help with your special rules like Eldari. If guardians are on an objective, they get extra. They can get an extra fate die. Um, or like if a wraith lord kills a unit, they get an extra fate die. There's some stuff in I think Genes or Cults that does similar kinds of things. Um, so it's nice to see that the units when you're able to give them all different special abilities, how they kind of tie back to your army special rule. Yeah, that is, that is a neat feature of how they're doing the armies now. And as we thought, our our, our poor Harlequins have been rolled just into the Eldari Codex or data cards, but you can take just a uh, Harlequin army. Because yeah. if you take the Troop Master as your Warlord, Harlequin troops become battle line. Oh, that's interesting. I, I I was wondering if we'd see things where doing taking certain choices would modify the role of other uh, units in the in the the army. And that's the only one I paid attention to. There might be other ones out there, but I think this one makes sense. But unfortunately, you can't take any enhancements for your army if you're playing other ones. At least till the codex. Yes, of course, because I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be like a, a troop detachment, which is all the hard ones. Uh, you know what I'm hoping is, as these codices come out and Tyranids and the Space Marines, like they get six attachments in their book, maybe they do another downloadable sheet for everybody else, right? Yeah. So that not not all of us who aren't playing those two armies are stuck with just our our one. Well, you gotta be careful. Like they can't, they can't give everyone a new detachment with every codex because. Oh no! I mean, after a while, that's a lot of detachment. Yeah, you get you get way ahead, but you know maybe on their second round of codex releases, everybody gets one, and then just to keep it going. Yeah. 
No, but they definitely, they, yeah, they can't do one with yeah, each one. So that, be... so that the, the gulf between codex armies and index armies doesn't get like it always does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they did say they would be paying more attention to codex creep and we'll see, uh, we'll see how that actually flies. Um, one of my Even, worries is winding up with too many detachments also, because yes. that could easily become a pain in the ass. Yeah. hundred percent. It definitely, I, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to, in my mind, the way that they're doing things, like, I don't think anybody's going to have more than, than six, which I think if you're, if you're bringing it to, to, to a game, It'll be fine, right? Because you'll have to pick all that stuff beforehand anyway. Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting is in our in our subspace green codices, so Death Watch, Blood Angels, Dark Angels, it it listed just their special units, which makes sense for a downloadable thing. Because Dark Angels, you know, everybody can still take tactical squads or, or intercessor squads. I'm wondering how that's going to be reflected when we get to the codices. Because mm. remember, we were, we were wondering about that before. Is it going to say, I mean, it is Codex Dark Angels, but is it going to say, oh, well, see Codex Space Marines for your, for these years. I think they said, I think they mentioned them being standalone at one point. Yeah. I can't remember where, that, where I saw that, though, of them being self-contained. I hope so, because, I mean, because it, does it doesn't say Codex Supplement. Right, which is what they it's used to say. Codex. Yeah, and just Codex supplements are just... They're unfortunate for people who want to play those armies. Because yeah. right. having to buy more than one book to play one army is just... It, just, it, it feels like you're getting cheated. Yeah. Because you kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, most, most confusing uh, still goes to Tao with their guiding and, and observing and spotting and there's just there's a lot of words in that rule yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to pop out my towel and give him a you know a, a, a bit of a run because that codex also doesn't look like it's uh doesn't look very strong it, it's with drones just being i mean no you please. really don't need models for them anymore which is kind of unfortunate because i know a, a lot of towel players have a lot of drones you can still take units of drones. You can there are gun drones, but you can still take units of gun drones. But I mean, all, all the shield drones, the other the other drones don't. They're well, they're tokens, like a lot right. of uh, right. But you like don't. A lot of units have tokens. Yes, they. Yeah, they certainly do. Um, <laughs> God damn, they do. <laughs> but uh, but man, like crisis, um, battle suits with with two shield drones apiece. Those are like six wounds. Those are scary. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I mean, they're not free. Well, I mean, the, the the drones cost points. I didn't even look at their points. Oh, I don't know if they cost points. Yeah, so you yeah. don't say something's not free. This is this is 10th edition. Everything's free. A lot, a lot <laughs> free. And you get a drone. And you get a drone. Oh, good. Maybe that'll balance out some of the other weaknesses. Because... The thing, like, I'm, I was looking at some of the rules, like, say, for, uh, for, uh, say, Chaos Demons, which have a tendency to be pretty heavy on the close combat, not exactly a Tau Specialité. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then they have a rule that allows them, like if you're in their their shadow thing, their their yeah. their, their corruption area or whatever, yeah. where they can deep strike within six inches and then charge. Yeah, that that seems That's pretty strong. Rough. There, there's that seems really strong. <laughs> seems like you might want to shoot Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, but you can only do it once. Yeah, and it's still on sixes, except for Fire Warrior Strike teams, which. You know they do it on on they do it on fours, but it's still only one unit that gets to do it. Yeah, and they're doing that, it against um, demons that have five plus invulnerable saves with true. false rifles. It's not great. <laughs> you got to have that devilfish there to to fall back into. Everybody uh, but, get on. The yeah, ex- yeah. Except the rule for <laughs> devilfish is and doesn't allow you to fall back into it when when you're being charged. Like. It's, instead, it's oh yeah, you get to advance with your devil fish and then disembark your dudes. That is not what I want to do with fire warriors. We are usually. not. We're not advancing. Well, we're advancing in a direction, maybe yeah. not towards them. <laughs> and um, there is this is a rule set that you're going to have to read carefully because there's lots of minutia in the rules in the way that a lot of like. Uh, Overwatch's normal move, right? But there's mm-hmm. lots of not normal moves in the game now. Yes. Um, so I think there's going to be, uh, at least at first, a pretty pretty steep learning curve. What do you mean by Overwatch's normal move? <clears throat> so I believe the Overwatch stratagem says at you can do it when I'm at the beginning or the end of a normal move by... Uh, an enemy in it, or when they when they try and charge, it's um, when they move, when they end the move, end the end the charge, end an advance, and end the fallback. What you can't do, um, I I don't think you can shoot when they just show up by deep strike. Now, yeah, right, but that's what, like people would think like, oh well, it, unless like if you're not paying attention to what they're saying with with move, advance, charge, fallback. Oh well. They're there now. They're they're within whatever range of me. I can use this stratagem. Um, and there are some stratagems like also that let units just move. Um, Eldar has one, right? The Eldari have one. So never mind. It's everything. It's yeah. Well, it's that... when an enemy unit is set up or when an enemy okay, unit good, starts good. starts or ends yeah. a normal advance, fallback, or charge move. Like, it's whatever. It's whatever. It's always. But in When the, you like... look at your mod, if you measure a distance, your opponent can fire Overwatch. Yeah, the, the moment... If the you moment consult you're... your rule book, your opponent can fire Yeah, the moment Overwatch. your finger twitches over your right. freaking measuring ah, wait, tape, don't, that's, that's a shooting. Um, but I think the, the shooting, the designer's commentary does a good job of calling out. They have kind of have almost like a glossary in there, right? Cause, um, some of the strategies let you make a normal move and right in there, it says, well, a normal move, like you can't advance as a normal move is just a move. Yeah. So, so, uh, any, any of the armies you guys were interested in looked a little, Underwhelming or? I here here here's where I've wound up, and it, it's not because they're underwhelming, but in scrolling through the points list, and I got to my leagues of Votan, mm. and you realize 
just how few of them there are. Yeah. And sure. so now I'm like, oh, man, do I, I, do I want to do this? Is this what I want to – am I doing this? Is this the plan? And, like, it's currently the plan. Like, I, I've had the plan since March, but are we altering the plan? I, I don't know. I got to sit and think about it when I have two brain cells. I mean, right, you had, you did have the same, is it just the points work out weird now? Because you had the same. I think so. I mean, well, because like, it just, it just seems like it, it just seems different. And I'm, I'm looking at the points and I'm looking at what I have and I'm like, man, I don't think I'm anywhere close to where I need to be for points. I think a lot of across the board, a lot of armies, if you were to just take like, oh, well, this was 2K, it's going to be less now. Yeah. Right. Which, of course, for some people is exciting, and for some people, not so much. Yeah. So now I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. There's, there's a lot. Like, when I built my Tyranid 1,000 points for uh, for this weekend, um, I want up pretty much with what I expected. Maybe a little fewer models than I f- would have wanted for 1,000 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my 1,500-point list that I used to uh, at Adepticon for my Orc Buggies, and it's almost on the nose exactly the same thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. It's I honestly didn't see that striking of a difference. And I feel that the places where there is a huge difference is going to be places where the units are just not as potent as they used to be in previous editions. League of Votan right. is probably a good example because they don't have their void armor anymore. Um, there's there's a lot of different things that they don't do. They're they're not as punchy on an individual basis as they used to be. So some units are going to cost a little less. Yeah. So you yeah, can have the, more. Uh, the berserks, right? They don't have. Um, they're not doubling their attacks anymore. Right. Right. So they're a little, little less potent than they were. But again, you know, you also you're paying less points overall. Right. Yeah. So. And then it's, you know, then it's the, because the, the other side of it is, okay, well, if I do need to buy more things, do I just want to buy more of the same few things? Mm. Or, uh, I don't know. I had a whole plan. It was, it was all coming together. It's one of the things with League of Votan. Like, when they came out, I was really impressed by the breadth of the army. Mm. And... I don't know why, but like going through all the other codexes, all, all their data sheets, it's it made me realize that yeah, it's it was a lot of all for release, but it's still not that much compared to everything else. Like they still have some catching up to do. Yeah, which yeah. I'm sure they will. I mean, Sisters of Battle did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that they're just, just... their list forever, but. It's just when, like right now, though. <laughs> yeah, when you're talking about I need to add more things, it's not like you're looking at a, a super wide selection. Yeah. I like um, what they did with the, and they did this with the League of Votan transport. They also did it with emulators. I think it's on Razorbacks too, right? But you can split a unit if each of them goes in one of those transports. Yeah. And then that's. They become their own separate unit for the game, which is kind of cool, right? Um, still have to take, now that you're buying them in, in you know, fives or tens or whatever, but still being able to, to use those transports to hold effectively a unit. Right. Huh. 
it is so uh, much. And There's just so much. I know. Um, I did a post the other day with with my free Buddhas, and I started looking at how much free Buddhas cost again, and all the things to make that army with the Stampa. It's dangerous. 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 Mm-hmm. It it is part of the problem. Like on one hand, um, it makes me revisit a lot of my current armies and take a fresh look at a bunch of models I don't have painted yet and wanting to paint them. Like, for example, I'm painting gargoyles because I want something to hang out in my, my winged turned prime. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like I'm, I'm hip deep in new point costs and new rules, and every unit has its own little rule now, so they all look fun. Yeah. It makes it tempting to try some other things that I don't have time to do. <laughs> so basically it worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean. Listen. Flawlessly. They're uh, they're catering to addicts. It's not complicated. <laughs> they know exactly Look, what they're doing. Look, a new flavor. Great. Fantastic. Brand new, brand new cherry flavor. Yeah. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing, and they're doing it well. And they're doing it to us. <laughs> they're doing it to our butts. Yeah. You can edit that. How can I say, like, there are some bumps here and there with this new edition. But mm. all in all, I'm very happy with it. Like, I'm excited to play games. I am too. And, and is, is that weird? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, and I think it's it's great that they've released the index cards the way they were. Because whether I mean the salt mines have been been they've been flowing ever since these have come out. Sure, every but, army is unplayable. Yep, yeah, but oh. at least <laughs> they can see that feedback and where it actually is relevant for something. Right can consider yeah, a change. I, I think the challenge now is for Games Workshop to be able to separate the the, the crybabies from the actual worthwhile commentaries. And that's... Yeah. I think they're getting better at it. Yeah. They're they're reacting more than they used to, but also they, they're not sinking to the point where they're reacting to every tear that gets shed. Right. Yeah, for sure. And it is definitely a different game than last edition um, with the way that the game actually plays with the missions. It feels like they're delivering on the important promise, though. The one where they're saying, like, we're going to make this easier to play. And yes. that is, like, that is what I want out of this edition. I didn't want a new edition. But if, you're gonna, if I'm going to have a new edition, it better make the game more fun and easier to play. Yeah. So and far, at least so it's far. not it's not just like, hey, we just reset all the codexes. Nothing else changed. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that was a big selling point from the start, and I'm glad to see that they kept on it. Is this is yeah. like you said, simplified. All your rules right there in right on your cards. You don't need to flip through a book, you don't need to look through sixty stratagems or agonize over what what sub faction is best to take if you're a competitive player is just you, you have your detachment you'll have more when you get your codex but you right now you have a detachment yeah um deal with it <laughs> um 
So I I tend to like to ask stupid questions. Um, in light of this new edition, if you had to do a new army that is not one of your main armies, you can pick up one of your old ones or start a new one. What has attracted, like, what army that you normally don't play these days? Have you seen, like, some of the data sheets and new rules and you went, I could give that a, I could give that a whirl. Hmm. What army is trying to make you cheat on your other armies? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think for me, it's, um, it would be actually pulling out my hobby project of chaos demons and actually, you know, making an army and playing them mm. instead of just, you know, building and painting them for fun because they're cool. I could play some demons. They seem fun. <laughs> they do look very dynamic. I think Gene Zero Cults, because I really like the way it I didn't like one of flame before because I didn't want to have 16 deployment phases. Sure. Mm -hmm. So now that rule is much more appealing to me to play a game. And as a, and always pirate orcs just yeah. stomp my free Buddha's loot is all, all, all pirate themed or converted to pirate themed things. What, what about you? Yeah. What grabbed yeah. your attention? Well, okay, let's start with the fact that is there an army that I have not contemplated? Well, I mean, that is oh, like, I, you know, that's, I mean, that's sure. valid of all of us, sir. Touche. Um, so there used to be a time where I really wanted to just get a bunch of mega knobs and stuff mm. it, stuff them in Gorkamor, in, in mm. uh, Gorkanots and Morkanots. <laughs> and I kind of really want to do that again. <laughs> because why not get a third orc army? You know, that was uh, the the new war boss Omega armor unit has the grot on top shooting the gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I noticed on the data card that the BS is four instead of five because it's a grot, right? Uh, yeah. But, mm -hmm. And then, and he can join a unit of mega knobs. So I was like, that would have to be one of the units. And there's him and six mega knobs just stomping across the battlefield. Or him and five mega knobs. In a Gorkonaut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll put that big unit in the Stompa. That's fine. That's true. You can put a bunch of things in the Stompa. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They did, it's they did points. break your stupid they did break your stupid hundred and thirty grot army. <laughs> they did, and that okay, like this is one that kinda bothers me. It's like not only did they break my, my that my grot army by limiting him to twenty per unit. But also, and not they're not battle line, so take that, JF. <laughs> so I can have a maximum of 60 grots, travesty, an absolute travesty. <laughs> but not only that, but now I have to have a run herd? Mm. Yeah. It used to be I didn't have to have a run, run herd. I could just have stupid Gretchens. As <laughs> God intended. They could be terrible. <laughs> As Gork and Mork intended. Yes, they. That was one of the things that I saw they did with some other units. Like um, the Repentia Superior used to be an option, like she was a character option. Now she's just sort of the sergeant for the Repentia unit. Yes. Yeah. You always get one, which means if you're like me and converted your one of your Repentia Superiors to a Canoness, 
you had to do an eBay and buy another Repentia Superior because in case <laughs> you want to run teams of Repentia. There's going to be some adjustments here and there. Yeah. Um, anybody that had a Tyranid Prime as a as an, its own character, now it's that's, that's gone. Yeah. Uh, another question: Is there? Do you guys have a favorite unit special rule? Because I do. I don't because I have not had the time to dig deep through everything. So I do not currently, I don't think. Uh, I, and I mentioned it before, I really like the, the grots, like just kind of digging around on the ground, goofing off and, and they happen to find command points. I'm it's currently... so orky. It's so good, right? <laughs> it's like they just fourth wall break all the time. They're like, hey, I found this. Like, hey, what's this objective thing? Oh, look, it's a command point. So my favorite is the kill a cans special rule. Yes, that's right. With his shooty power trip. It's each time you select that unit to shoot, you can roll a D6 and... On a one, they shoot the nearest other friendly orc <laughs> unit within 12 inches, invisible, and, the, and that unit suffers D3 moral wounds. Otherwise, on the two plus, you ignore you ignore cover. It is that's so fantastic. good. I, it's just so great. And I, I think that's another thing with these doing this data cards this way is you can have all these weird or unique rules that make your army feel more like your army. Right. Yeah, it's just like so killer can <laughs> and like beast snagger boys, right? Like they they get benefits against monsters of eagles because that's what the, that was what they do in the fluff, right? They go after the big guys. Yeah, um, and they're, they're good at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I just I think that's great. I'm really looking forward to seeing what we get when we start getting codices too. Mm. As a thing, like it, it's it's now it's Schrodinger's codices because we don't know if it's going to make things even better or less better. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully more better. I mean, I yeah, mean, definitely, hopefully more better. But I well, think I just, we'll know. Like once we get the first round of codexes, I think it'll be a little easier to at least. Vaguely anticipate because uh, JF and I were talking the other day about my beloved demon engine uh, chaos. Mm, yeah. And I was like, well, they'll probably put in a detachment that's, you know, a little more demon engine focused. And he's like, mm, maybe. And I was like, ah. <laughs> like, the, the thing is, the reason I say maybe is because right now, even with the data sheets, you're good. You can make a really cool demon engine list. Yeah. And because of the special rules, the way they work, and how generic the army rules are, yeah, it like it's it still manages to synergize pretty well. That's true. And I think that's that's kind of not my worry, but one of my questions: What are codexes gonna bring to the table more than what we have right now? Unless you toss us like a couple more detachments, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, right, with each attachment comes different enhancements and stratagems that are, are tailored towards. And new models. That and, of course, yeah, new models. Hold yeah, on, I, mean, but... I know we're getting new Space Marines. When I downloaded that file and saw it was like 126 data cards, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> do we, yeah, so the question crazy. is, do we need them? 36 of them were lieutenants. It was crazy. It's yeah, scroll through 
Chapter Jesus. one. Yeah. Act one, captains. <laughs> <laughs> Act two, lieutenants. Never ending. Mm. It was like you're listening to somebody like at a. Well, really, it was like you're listening to uh, what's his name, uh, Bubba in Forrest Gump, right? Like Captain yeah, 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 yeah. Armor, Captain in this kind of armor. Yeah. Yep. I, I guess I guess it's all the captains. Yeah. Captains on now. I but I mean I, I'm I think we're all excited to get in and start start messing around with this edition and seeing yeah. what happens, what what sort of neat units we can come up with and in crazy combos between characters yeah. and units. It's it's definitely a unit that uh that has a chance that has has a threatens to cost a lot of money and time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna try and god damn it, I know it's not gonna work, but I'm gonna try to use this edition instead of uh, an opportunity to try too many new things as an opportunity to try the new rules for old things that I don't have painted yet, but that I already have. I'm like, just gonna try too gargles. many things. That's what I'm gonna do. Sounds <laughs> sounds about right. But I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying gargles for the first time soon, and that's exciting. It is. I mean, that that right. that free move is I'm sure is gonna come in in handy. That's a pretty pretty nice special rule for them. Oh yeah, the the termagons. See, this is this is the thing. Like on paper, I feel the Ternas are underpowered, and I'm I'm moaning about it. But at the same time, I feel like mm, maybe not, because. Once they're on the table, like how how does being able to just shoot and move when or just move whenever a unit gets too close to you, like how does that affect the dynamic? It's it's a little hard to just call just from the paper. Yeah, especially when you've got like units like a von Ryan Leaper unit that can just do a, an intervention, like a well, not a drug intervention, like a, a heroic <laughs> intervention for zero CP. Like it's you have this possibility of just taunting someone into a trap sure yeah. come come after my uh after those termagons that have been harassing your flank see what happens and with the way the new secondaries are a lot of them seem to be you know go grab this objective that's over here you know not where you are or be in a corner of the board and that those units with extra moves or there's a lot of units now that can go into strategic, strategic reserve and deep strike the next turn. Mm-hmm. A lot of interesting, interesting combina- uh, combos out there or, you know, units that will help you take advantage of, of the missions that, that we have right now. Yeah. It's, it's a promising situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, everything, every unit, almost that I've looked at seems exciting. Like, Oh, I need, I should try do some, try some with that. Or, you know, there's very few things that I've looked at just said, well, I would never take that unit except Tau Cause I just don't like Tau. Whoa. They just, it's just not my aesthetic. It's not That's for all. him. It's okay. Yeah. He didn't say they were bad. He just said he didn't like them. No, I said they were bad. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't, not good at tournaments. It's just cause the, the rule, the rules. So, their faction ability is so so wordy that it feels like you're playing ninth edition. Yeah. So, it's a lot of words there. 
it's once once you get your head around it, yeah. it's just I'm gonna be that guy. It's like no, no, no. You need to try to you need to try the coffee to uh, to really appreciate the civet no. uh, droppings. I'm all set. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. It's fine. On that one, I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure that I just like all the other rules, right? Once, once you play with it once and go through, you're like, "Oh, this is easy. This is how it works." Yeah. It 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 is easy. It's just they wrote it. And I they wrote it. it We've they been wrote over it this in though. a way that they have to word it because yeah. otherwise people would have will abuse the rules because that's how people are. Right? Yeah. You have to over explain it in nonsense ways to to it's like very sloppy stitching over a hole in fabric and you just like it doesn't need to look good you just have to make sure that there's no hole there anymore yeah it's the landlord special of rules writing yes and if you can people listening out there hold your opinions on on your units until you actually get a couple games and let them and try and sure try and see because the uh Beyond no, no. this looks fun. I like, mean, you, yeah. you can be disappointed, but don't say this is trash until you can. Give well, it no, there, there's there's a gray area. Like this yeah, is this sure. is something that people are not very good at. That's why people are not very good at arguing. Like you can say, I think this is trash. Yes. And I will see once it's. I reserve yes. my final opinion for yes, when yes, I yes, test yes. it out. Yes. <laughs> we can navigate between two extremes. We're very <laughs> flexible creatures, us humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I, just, we're not, <laughs> I, I saw it a lot in the, the Sisters of Battle Facebook groups, and we're like, oh, this is horrible. This is the worst. But then some people started playing games like, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly where I'm coming from with the Tyranids. Like, yeah. I, keep, I keep going through the rules going, this looks weak. I don't know. And, like, I'm going to play them. I'll see. Yeah, it's 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 if you look at the units now and think of them in the context of of ninth edition and those missions, sure, I'm sure there are plenty of units that are bad, but you're not. That's not what we're playing now. We're not in ninth edition anymore. Let it yeah. go. Just let release it. And, and it's it's all about like evaluating these things in a vacuum that doesn't work. Also, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, as as UW has told us, for some reason they're making more Space Marine units, but they're also making some new Tyranid units as well. Uh-huh. And uh, we actually got to see the first one. It's a resculpt of an old character who definitely needed some love. The Death Leaper. Man, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> nah, I never cared for the Death Leaper until recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Tyranids it's... have really had a glow up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Some of those dumb looking old ones I do love. But they they do also look dumb. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking too. Like, oh, well, I could try these Tyranid units, but I wonder if they're going to re-sculpt them and I should wait. I know that feeling. Which mm-hmm. I should wait. I will. I'll, I'll wait. Because it's not that long, luckily. Um. But it looks it looks incredible, and I'm sure we'll see some of the other older kits get redone as well as hopefully some new units too. I just like that they're purposefully not putting out the um, uh, the who's he what's it? Lictor. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, they're just, they're just gonna. That's gonna be last. It's gonna be a. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like right. they, yeah, you got Bondline mystery off at this point. We yeah, have the Lictor character. Uh, Lictors, they're fine. They're fine. Don't worry about it. We yeah, we have new Lictors. We have the Lictor character. Do we have Lictors? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I imagine. <laughs> don't, don't I imagine like anything this. that is fine cast now. Yeah, I would imagine those would at least be the units that are are resculpted. Yeah, can we can we get a double kit for bi- uh, biovores and pyrovores? Mm, uh, sure. This 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 is the low hanging fruit that we're all looking forward to here. Some some non fine cast like like you said Lictor, all, all the monsters are just fine cast is too fiddly and not good. Now I say that, but I've converted pyrovores and biovores, so ah, well then they got to do it right. That's the rule. Yeah, I've, I mean I've cast the spell, <laughs> and I'm not redoing it. I'm, I'm keeping the ones I made. They look great. I'm happy with them. Yeah. There's so much green stuff sculpting. Anyways. <laughs> Any other questions? Like, I don't want to ask like what your biggest disappointment is because this feels just blatantly negative. We don't know. Yeah, we don't exactly. know. I mean, you could say, you know, what was there anything when you your gut reaction to it was like, oh, well, this is not not something I, I'm pleased with, right? I think everybody might have had that reaction about one thing or another. Yeah, and I mean, most of the things I've negative reactions I've had, I think I've mentioned, and it's usually on a thematic level. I don't yeah. like having to take only twenty Gretchens. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Yeah, I think the same thing. From like the unit size for Sisters of Battle being, you know, capped at ten instead of the big twenty unit, which was kind of neat to field. And um, I'll hold my opinion for now, but. I always think aspect warriors should be like really badass, and they just seem kind of seem kind of middle middle badass. <laughs> but they're ancient warriors from an immortal race. Why would they be badass? <laughs> right? It's not like they've had. It's not like they've dedicated their life to the pursuit of their shrine. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. They, they, it became a weekend thing for him. It's you know. Yeah. Wait, Gaskell can lead a unit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is mental. But there are very, <laughs> very few characters that have lone operative now. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to be lone operative. He's Gaskell. He, he can just no, I know. hang out alone. <laughs> He'll be fine. But he can lead a unit yeah. of mega knobs. Oh, yeah. That is that is a problem. <laughs> is it I though, mean, or is it is it fantastic? Even the war boss on on Squigazor can't lead a unit, but he, he is he's a he's a tough little mofo. Um, he's got a four plus feel no pain. Yeah. Uh, one thing that a lot of people were pleased with too is is. Um... You can take knights as an allied unit now without breaking your faction. That's good. Which is, yeah, free blades or death blades, I think they call them for chaos knights. But, I mean, you know, it's nice. If you do a conversion or something, It's it could be a nice centerpiece model for armies that don't necessarily have one, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, I'm itching to I'm itching to play a game. I'm really, <laughs> curious. I'm really curious to see how it's gonna go. Yeah. Soon. Not soon enough. Oh boy. <laughs> Just a, a few short days. I need to teach my cats how to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we hope you're out there. Uh, you had your Leviathan box career, and you'll be playing some games on Saturday. Or at least over the weekends. Um, for those of us in the U.S., we're getting pretty close to that Fourth of July weekend too. So hopefully, we'll be able to get squeeze some games and then let us know what you're working on. Um, on our Facebook page, you can see the stuff JF painted. I'll be posting some space screens up there soon, and I've been writing army lists as all the indexes has come out. So we'll we'll I got to do one more post where we kind of see how they compare. As far as points go, because I just took a stab in the dark and was like, oh, this looks like it might be 2,000 points. Yeah, I think I'm going to reply to that post with a couple of my own lists. Um, they're dumb. My lists are dumb. Oh, so. I put plenty of dumb lists in there, too. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 come at me t- saying, well, that won't work. I know. Yeah, we know. That's sort <laughs> the of thing the thing is, we don't care. That's no. where I am with this. I'm sorry, I'm not... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a disappointment to everybody else, not just <laughs> you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so reach out to us on Facebook. Uh, let us know you, you, what you're working on for 10th. Let us know how your games of 10th are going. Um, let us know what army lists you've come up with. And a uh, happy 100th episode, guys. Yeah. Get us. <laughs> we made it. Mm. Several people thought we wouldn't, but we. <laughs> well, they were wrong because we can produce podcasts for free. We've That's got right. nothing better to do. I don't have friends. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>